July 2nd, 2021. Coming up on the program today, a Korean transracial coming out story. Plus, Blink-182, but way more racist. Comforting prostitutes with your penis. And who can pay attention to all that domestic violence when there's a low-battery smoke alarm chirping? All coming up today. I'm so glad I've got you in my arms again. And you're feeling sexy like a skeleton. You're looking skinny like Gollum and Mordor. Cause you have an eating disorder. You're looking good, killing your body. You are my anorexic hottie. Exercises on your mind Cause you have a fat behind You're starving for love You're starving for love Laxatives and celery You wanna be Nicole Richie You're starving for love You're starving for love all you ever eat are green beans. You'll never fit in your bikini. You're starving for love. You gained a pound and now you've got a frown. Barf it out and turn the frown upside down. At least your casket will be easy to move around. Cause you look around 70 pounds. You still haven't lost enough water weight. You've got some baby fat on your waist. Seeing you gives me inspiration. Just stop eating those rice cakes. You're starving for love. You're starving for love. Laxatives and celery. You wanna be Tara Reed? You're starving for love. You're starving for love. Refusing to never eat those calories. You've got no self esteem. You're starving for love. pills you're gonna die any day but you are in tip-top shape you're starving for love laxatives and celery you wanna be kate and ashley you're starving for love you're starving for love Show with Tim Hansen. Get off my phone! Rape my boy pussy! Rape my boy pussy! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! Hi, baby. Thanks for calling 1 800 Wet Shit. Get off my phone! Oh, my goodness. All right, a free 
Freaks. Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we wrap up the week with a Friday show uh, a bit late. This time it's my fault. This is my bad. Got a little behind earlier in the week and uh, we're never able to catch up, but that's okay. Still posting the show every day. We'll get back on track. You know, there was a bit of a stumble. You'll have that occasionally. I do have a great program for you today. And I got to say thanks to DV listener, Dr. Hugbees. Dr. Hugbees posted the most recent video of Ollie London in the Discord. Now, Ollie is someone we have featured on the podcast before. He is a musician. Musician? There's a lot of question marks. He, I don't know, is a musician? Both those things are up in the air, if you ask me. Ollie thinks of himself as a K-pop superstar. Here's one of his more recent songs called Mirror, Mirror. This video was posted about a year ago and has only racked up 20,000 views, so I don't believe he's crushing the K-pop scene like he thinks he is. Oh, the other thing about Ollie is he has undergone a lot of plastic surgery to look Korean. Yeah, he's not really Korean. He wants to look like a member of BTS. That's who he's emulating. So he's had a lot of... Pl- he's, he's like a British kid, right? He's a British kid that's had a bunch of plastic surgery to look Korean. On top of it all, you know, it was Gay Pride Month uh, back in June, and uh, he posted this video. Okay, so like a few days ago, I I came out as non-binary, which was a very, very difficult decision because... It's like, who gives a fuck at this point? When you look like that, we just sort of assumed you were having some issues with... Uh, what the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like, take a look at the chapter artwork or the featured image over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com if you want to see Ollie. I mean, he's very, like, shiny and plasticky with the big blown-out lips and, I guess, some sort of pseudo-Asian features. Definitely not looking super masculine. So, you know, again, it doesn't come as a surprise that he considers himself to be uh, non-binary, you know, just to show them that uh, whoever you are, however you identify, it doesn't matter if you identify as whatever, you identify as a potato, you identify as a Smurf, you identify as a Disney prince or a Disney prince, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm going to draw the line at gender. I may not fully understand it, but if you look like a dude and you say you feel like a woman, okay, I'll call you a lady, whatever. I sure as fuck am not going to refer to you as a potato. Well, certain people I do refer to as potatoes. Thank you, Meryl Howard Kalen. See, that that's a potato. But yes, uh, no, if you identify as a Smurf, that's great for you. You do you, my friend, but I am not going to indulge in that tomfuckery. And if you consider yourself a Smurf, you're not non-binary. You're like a different species. 
and I am not going to talk to you in that Smurf way. I don't understand the Smurf language. I don't like how the word Smurf can be used in so many different ways. It's too confusing. I'm going to Smurf her tight little Smurf pocket. All right, well, that's not really highly coded, but still, you know what I'm saying. Dumb. No matter how you identify, we are all entitled to identify in different ways. So when Yeah, you- you're entitled to identify however the fuck you want. I don't have to respect it. I don't have to entertain this retardation. Identify as a rabbit, whether you identify as a cat, a dog, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that we, as human beings, we live... Most of us... I'm sorry, if you're a cat, you should not also be able to call yourself a human being. You should give up those rights. Otherwise, you're not even buying your own bullshit. As a human being, I have every right to live my life as a cat. So, this video, uh, which was just posted on June 21st, has over 100,000 views. Way more than his stupid music videos, right? You just get the feeling he looked at those numbers and was like, Okay... Videos where I spew nonsense tend to do really well. Let's get even crazier. Hey, guys, I just want to take this chance to, um, you know, come out today. Oh, this is another video, by the way. This is less than a week later. Something that's coming out again, but he's coming out as something else. You know, come out today. Something that's been like on my mind for a long time and I've been very confused about how I identify. I've been very, very confused. And, you know, I've seen a lot of other people online that have come out and been very brave about it. Obviously referring to me, you're welcome. I'm a real trailblazer. I've had like 18 plastic surgeries now and I've just had a facelift, um, a brow lift, a temple lift, an eye surgery, a canthoplasty. Yeah, I figured that he was unhappy with uh, getting older. He wanted to look younger because, again, he's very shiny and new looking. And also very he's got a lot of feminine features now due to the plastic surgery. So it all makes sense. Um, And my pronouns are they, them, Korean, Jimin. So in addition to the the and they, he would like to be referred to as Korean. And then specifically, he would like to be referred to as a member of BTS. That's Jimin. Because I know a lot of people don't understand me, but I do identify as Korean. And I do look Korean now. I do feel Korean. I don't identify. I mean, you have fucking 25,000 surgeries. You can make yourself look like anything. So please don't. um, Your parents aren't Korean. Refer to me, any media or anyone online as British, because I identify as Korean. That's just my culture. That's my home country. That's exactly how I look now. Um, and I also identify as Jimmy, and that's my Korean name. But uh, not only that, I just, I know it's a little bit confusing for some people. Nobody's ever come out as Jimmy or Korean, but um, this is something that you guys know if you follow my journey for the last eight years. I've really struggled with identity. I hate that. I hate fucking journeys. Everyone's on a journey. Join me on this journey. I'm on a journey. Issues with who I am. You're a goddamn Fruit Loop who doesn't really even look human anymore. Isn't the the best plastic surgery the kind where people can't tell you've had plastic surgery? Like, if you take a look at this guy, you instantly know none of that is real. I finally had the courage. I've undergone my um, racial, uh, can't think of the word, transitional surgery. Oh, racial transitional surgery. I think they coined that term. See, I'm using I'm using one of his pronouns. I've transitioned to a non-binary person, they, them, Korean, Jimin, and um, I finally have the Korean look, so I'm actually really happy. 
Yeah. Um, but I just want to say to people, you know, I get so many cool comments online. I just want people to be able to respect my decision. And that's not going to happen. You can't make me respect you. I'm sorry. So happy to have transitioned from British to Korean. I'm now going to be identical to Jimin. Well, congratulations on whatever the hell is going on in your head. Now, while Ollie's music is really a love letter to Koreans, I have got some very hateful music here, courtesy of DV listener Torso. It's a racist refugee song and just happens to be a cover of a famous Blink-182 tune. All the refugees come to our countries we will take you cause the jews told us to hey there go slow when you rape my butthole touching raping islamification so we got some Jewish hate in there. The Jews are the ones telling us to take in all the refugees. Then, of course, all refugees are rapists. Bad hombres, if you will. This uh, artist is named Musichok, and you can find his work on SoundCloud. It ain't so. They raped your butthole. Don't be a cuck. Send them all home. <laughs> the whole chorus is just Allah Akbar. <laughs> Pretty good. According to the album artwork, they are Blink 1488. Those are some Nazi numbers right there. I know eight refers to the eighth letter of the alphabet, which is H as in Hail Hitler. I don't remember what 14 is, though. Rape night. Dildos <laughs> both suck. I know. I know I'm supposed to hate this song because it's uh, very racist, but it's uh, it's heavy on the rape, which I find funny. Refugee centers burning to the ground. Why is <laughs> really angry now? All right, you get the idea. Oh, there's other songs by Music Chalk here. Mm, by the title alone, there's a 99% chance this is going to be racist. Uh, the song's called The Jew. Hey, white man. Might be another cover. Hello there. I am a banker's nightmare. Yeah, certainly sounding anti-Jewish. As if there's any question based on the other song we just played. Of course, this is going to be a racist song. In this world, we're all victims of rabbis in the alleys, spraying swastikas on windows that they own, as if we don't know who is behind this global meltdown. I think I like the Blink-182 song better. Thankfully, these songs of hate have not gained much traction online. Uh, this one has only received 87 plays. I'm the one doing actual harm. Playing the song on the podcast. Tens of thousands of people are going to be hearing this stupid song. Sorry, Jews. My bad. You are the random clips to share with you before we get into the news. Here is a woman trying to tell a story about uh, someone with bad breath. But this woman who's telling it has a very sensitive gag reflex. 
even talking about it is uh, making her nearly puke. No, Aaron had the worst breath one day. She's already dry heaving. After eating cheese and uh, and she goes into the store, the gas station, to buy <laughs> to buy gum to take it away. It comes out with big red. So not only did it smell bad still, it smells like hot cinnamon. Hot cinnamon cheese. It was hot and cinnamony and nasty. It was so bad. I was so pissed. That whole car ride home. Yeah, despite the fact she's gagging up a storm, she does have a point. Never buy Big Red to mask stink. Mint. You want strong mint flavor. Oh, my God. Ooh, it was so bad. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Woman does not appreciate cheese on the breath. You know, uh, over the years now, we have played many clips from uh, police body cam footage. I have a super old clip. I mean, I'm talking like 1980s. I had no idea they filmed this stuff, but uh, this is during a traffic stop. I-, I don't know if they like set up a full-size camcorder or what, but they got all of this on camera. Probably a good idea. All right, well, we're already starting off well here. He ain't got no motherfucking license. Sir. 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 December 13th, 1984, and it's 5.30 a.m. Deputy Swope, did you arrest Mr. Turner for driving under the influence of an alcoholic beverage and or controlled substance? I did. Thank you, sir. Can you understand, Mr. Turner, that you have been arrested for driving under the influence of an alcoholic beverage? I understand beverage? I've been driving under the motherfucking influence, but I understand that I wasn't also driving. Huh, all right. That's some drunk logic right there. My name is Charles, but my name is Lance. I was driving, but I wasn't even driving. What's great is this is almost like um, a local news report. There's a huge-ass fucking microphone involved. Uh, the, the female police officer has this mic, and she's shoving it in the other police officer's face and then shoving it in the drunk guy's face. Getting some decent audio out of there. I wasn't driving. You do understand that you have been arrested, sir. I understand that I've been arrested. At this time, we're conducting a criminal investigation, which is being videotaped by Broward Sheriff's Office for court presentation only. You understand that, sir? I don't think he understands it. I guess who you got the motherfucking camera shining on me. I'm going to ask you to try to do some physical performance tests. I will demonstrate them to you when I feel you understand each of them, and I will ask you to perform them. Do you understand that, sir? Yeah, I understand okay. that, too. First is the balance test. You'll stand with both your feet together, arms at your side, sir. Hey, well, hey, well, I'm, uh, well, I'm going to tell you just like this. I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you just like this. <laughs> I might, I'm drunk. Yeah, I've been drinking, but I wasn't driving. The motherfucking officer, he saw a motherfucker jump in my lap, and I told her to get off, and she got off, and he stopped me. Sir? I'm guiding the car. Hey, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't even, even want to hear it. Hey, whatever you have to do, you do the motherfucking shit. The motherfucker, hey. He's looking right at the camera. <laughs> he must be, hey, she must be getting him some pussy or Mr. stuff. Mr. Turner. <laughs> Only one in that shit. Hey. Where, Mr. Where, Turner. Where? Are you going to do the physical performance test? Where? 
I do the physical performance test, but like I said, I was drinking, but I wasn't motherfucking driving. Sir, the motherfucker say what he want a motherfucker say. Hey, you see what I say? You see? Hey, you come up here and see what? Hey, you Turner. Yeah. Let's do the physical performance test, please. What physical performance test? Both feet together. Toes together, sir. What physical Potomac test? They're doing the standard, you know, touch your touch your nose with your finger test. Put your head back and close your eyes. You close your eyes? Sir, I'm not well, doing hey, the test. Well, you close your motherfucking eyes. Sir. Huh? It's only fair. Tilt your head back if and you close, can't your, close eyes. your eyes. Why I got to close my motherfucking because eyes? Because you are the one that's taking the test. Huh? Tilt your head. It would be nice to see how she performed, you know, with her eyes closed. Back and close your eyes. Did you tilt Sir, your head back and close your eyes? Tilt your head back and close your eyes. Did you drop? Sir, are you refusing this test? No. Yeah, I'm refusing the motherfucking test. All right, he refuses the uh, testing. He's had enough of this bullshit. Listen, the video, the time is 5.35. Maybe have the arresting Jesus. deputy, please. I told him I might be motherfucking drunk. I know I wasn't motherfucking driving. There's a possibility there. Mr. Turner. Go on, and put, go on and put the handcuffs on me, man. I, hey, fuck this shit. I don't want no goddamn Hey, fuck this dumb shit. All right. I, Put the handcuffs on me, man. been arrested for driving while intoxicated, driving while under the influence of alcoholic beverages, model glue. I refuse to answer any question on the grounds that they may incriminate me. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. You do, yep. He knows his rights. Understand what I read to you? Hell no, but I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. You want me to explain this to you? No, hell no. You explain them to my motherfucking lawyer. You realize you explain them to my lawyer. We'll be suspended, right? You realize that, right? If you refuse to take the breath. Hey, man, my license is already suspended. What happened to you being quiet so you don't incriminate yourself? You're going to take a breath test. Hell no! Listen, sir. Sir, Mr. Turner. I want you to put the motherfucking handcuffs on me and take me to motherfucking jail. Fuck the goddamn shit. I'm tired of this motherfucking shit. Y'all fucking with me. I don't want to hear this shit. I think at times we've all felt like Mr. Taylor, huh? Life is bullshit and y'all are fucking with me. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Like Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this stupidity. Sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. 4,000-ish shows, plus every week we do brand new exclusive programs just for you Sideshow freaks. Uh, Yesterday we did a Sideshow exclusive program, and uh, again on Tuesday we did one. So every week we do at least two There are other Sideshow exclusive goodies as well. We did a video series last year called Uncut. Corey did a series for us for many years called Butt Fudge Sunday. You can listen to that in the archives. Check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Other ways to support the program... We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. And again, every little bit helps. So thank you to all my patrons and, of course, Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, 
If you thought Bill Gates was just a boring, nerdy dork, you're only half right. During Microsoft's early days in the 80s and early 90s, Bill Gates had a propensity for partying, according to insiders. By the way, I don't believe any of this fucking shit. And even if it's true, the only reason why it's coming out now is because of uh, the divorce he's going through, right? This is all Melinda Gates. She wants as much money as possible. She's going to try to make him look bad, right? That's, that's what always happens. All right. During Microsoft's early days in the late 80s and early 90s, Bill Gates had a propensity for partying. On more than one occasion during nights he wasn't working his usual 17-hour days, he invited friends and dancers from local all-nude nightclubs to swim naked at his bachelor pad overlooking Lake Washington. I'm sorry. Again, is this supposed to be scandalous? So far, we've learned that he's a hard worker putting in 17-hour days and occasionally, on his day off, this millionaire, who was single at the time, this single millionaire, invited strippers over to his place to swim. Gates himself rounded up the girls and brought them over there, James Wallace said. He wrote uh, two biographies on Gates. Uh, He added, I don't know if he physically transported them or if he just told them where to show up. Gates was a regular attendee of exclusive after parties at major computer expo trade conferences. (laughs) Ooh, this is like the dorkiest scandal ever, right? Yes, he went to Comdex, gave keynote speeches, and then, quote, uh, would drink. He got drunk pretty easily, said Robert X. Cringely who wrote a popular computer gossip column for InfoWorld around that time. Quote, all of us will have been at some affair where Bill was clearly impaired. He was happier drunk, Cringely said. Gates preferred to keep his romantic options open while he was dating Melinda, and he struggled to commit to her. Melinda herself said Bill wanted to be married, but he didn't know whether he could actually commit to it and have Microsoft. In a statement, Gates's spokesperson says it's extremely disappointing that there have been so many lies published about the cause, the circumstances, and the timeline of Bill Gates's divorce. The rumors and speculation surrounding Mr. Gates are becoming increasingly absurd, and it's unfortunate that uh, people who have little to no knowledge are being characterized as sources. Honestly, this makes Bill look good in my book kind of humanizes him we, we all kind of think of bill gates as just like this dork who stares at a computer screen 24 hours a day writing code at least he was kind of normal he was sexually attracted to women he used some of his money to uh get women naked in his pool that's the kind of shit you do with your money if you're a millionaire in the 80s all right uh second story we have for you today after being busted in an undercover prostitution sting a police officer, keep in mind, this, the police officer was busted in the prostitution sting. He, uh, he came up with a novel excuse to explain what was happening. He said, uh, look, I pulled out my cock to make the girls feel comfortable. Prostitutes tend to feel more comfortable when there's a dick exposed. You know, because I guess the guy is more vulnerable. A very sensitive area is exposed. And if you got this guy naked... Or at least, you know, with his dick out, chances are he's not going to leave. He can't very well flee completely naked, so you don't have to worry about him taking off without paying you yet. 
right? I don't know. I'm not sure what the rationale is. He said that he pulled out his penis to make the girls feel comfortable. That's the anecdote that former vice officer Todd Evans shared on the latest episode of Law and Crimes podcast called Cop Tales. That program is hosted by Sergeant Sean Larkin, formerly of the Tulsa Police Department's Crime Gun Unit, and ICU nurse Howard Doss. Detailing his 34-year career as a vice officer, Evans told Larkin and Doss the broad cross-section of society that he busted, cavorting with practitioners of the world's oldest profession. We saw business owners, doctors, and executives at big corporations, Evans said. More notably, Evans discussed the time a prostitute named Cinnamon reported an officer in his own unit for sleeping with prostitutes. Quote, we decided we were going to set up an undercover sting, Evans recounted. He was introduced to our undercover police officer and then went into a hotel room with her. Our arrest team had gone down and taken him into custody. The only person I want to talk to is Todd Evans, he said. Evans recalled that the officer tried to pass off the entire episode as a giant misunderstanding. He told me, look, I know these girls are on the street. I'm just trying to help them out. A skeptical Evans replied, but you sat down on the bed and you pulled your penis out. That's when the officer offered the line about making the prostitutes feel more comfortable. The officer was fired and then arrested and then taken to jail. Women are comforted by penis. Penis is the source of most problems for women, I think. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. This one comes from Colorado. The Durango Police Department arrested Jonah Barrett Lesko. Three names. 20, how many people did he kill? Jonah Barrett Lesko, 26, on Monday for an alleged sex act with a horse. I love horses, best of all the animals. As this all went down at the La Plata County Fairgrounds, police responded at around 10 p.m. June 17th after receiving a report of a man having sexual intercourse with a horse. I wonder if the horse gave him the hubba hubba and if the horse was dropped, because that means he was asking for it. Everything I know about horse sex, I learned from that uh, creepy couple from the bestiality movie. You know, the one where, you know, she went down to the burn. I was thinking about that. I think about that a lot. <laughs> I, I have PTSD, I think. But I was thinking about that movie. And I think the, uh, the, the grossest thing for me, not the actual horse sex going on, or the fact she talks about the, 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 the horse penis dropping, the horse masturbating by slapping its cock up against its stomach, getting on all fours and letting the horse enter her while she's on a first date with with the human that she ended up marrying. That guy is what grosses me out the most when he's like watching her getting nailed by the horse and is like, I want sloppy seconds. I don't know. For some reason, that just uh, it skeeves me out. All right. Quote, while Lesko was in custody, police detectives recovered text messages. Oh, God, he left a trail. As Judge Marilyn Millian of the People's Court so eloquently puts it, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. You don't want a paper trail <laughs> or, you know, a digital trail of uh, your dirty deeds. All right, whatever. Police uh, recover text messages where Lesko admitted his sexual interaction with the horse. 
and during subsequent interviews, Lesko admitted to the acts as well, said Deputy Chief Bryce Current. Barrett Lesko, who has been in the Durango area since around 2019, I'm guessing he lives in Colorado because bestiality is legal there. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've noticed that practitioners of bestiality tend to congregate in states where... You know, fucking an animal isn't necessarily illegal. They haven't gotten uh, they haven't gotten around to outlawing it. Or if it is against the law, it's like, you know, getting a traffic ticket or something. At the most, it's a misdemeanor. So uh, Barrett Lesko has lived in the area since about 2019. He faces charges of animal cruelty, which is lo- a, a misdemeanor, and possession of burglary tools, which is a felony. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is so weird. You can fuck an animal, and it's just a class one misdemeanor. But if you possess burglary tools, like a lockpick or something, uh, that's a fucking felony. The incident was reported by the horse's caretaker, who had a video surveillance camera inside the stall and saw a live video feed. He watched it live (laughs) on a mobile phone application. The family that cares for the horse declined to comment. They're all traumatized. Like, your horse was already molested or raped or whatever. You got the video. I'm sure some, like, German porn site would pay some money for that, right? Make a little scratch off that tragedy. Come on. The man, later identified as Barrett Lesko, fled the area on foot when officers arrived at the scene. He left behind a backpack and a purple mountain bike, which were photographed and shared by the Durango Police Department on social media. At least four people contacted police and stated that Lesko matched the physical description of the suspect and had a similar backpack and bicycle, Current said in the news release. On Monday, Lesko admitted to leaving his backpack and bicycle behind when he saw the approaching headlights. You know, I hate to sound like a broken record, and I'm always giving the the media shit for not answering the questions I want answered in these news stories, but I'm curious what this guy did with the horse. I want to know specifics. Did he get fucked up the ass, or did he fuck the horse? I'm guessing he fucked the horse, and I'll tell you why. He fled at the end of this, and I, I, you know, if you got impaled by a giant horse cock, I don't know if you'd be able to, to... bolt and successfully get away from police. I feel like you'd be a little wobbly. You'd you'd be in a lot of pain. Police found numerous burglary tools, including a grinder and bolt cutters, which apparently is a felony. Uh, Barrett Lesko said uh, he used those to make knives and swords. Okay. During the investigation, police it all makes sense, I guess. Police matched a screenshot of the security video feed with body camera footage from past police interactions with Barrett Lesko. According to the police report, the Durango Police Department received tips from the public saying Barrett Lesko was heard bragging about the incident at the designated campsite for people experiencing homelessness. I mean, this guy is sending text messages. He's talking to people. Yeah, I fucked a horse. You want to smell my dick? You don't believe me? It smells like manure. During interviews with police, this is pretty great, Barrett Lesko admitted only to attempting the sexual behavior. Jonas said the horse had given indications to him based on its behavior that it was interested in participating in sexual activity. It must have been giving him the hubba hubba. 
Jonas said that uh, he had never engaged in sexual behavior with animals prior to this incident, but the horse wanted it so bad, you know, J- Jonah pretty much pity fucked him. He also claimed the incident was spurred by drugs and issues in a personal relationship. He was booked into the county jail on Monday with bail set at $5,000, which is not um, a huge bail, but he's homeless, so he ain't going anywhere. Dick, horse ass. Quite the spectrum there. Just a little bit from Wesley Willis. Hey, real quick, before we get into the voicemail segment, I should mention, and I don't know why you wouldn't know this yourself, but uh, it's 4th of July weekend, which is a very exciting time for us here on Distorted View. Because that means in the next few days, a bunch of news stories are going to start rolling in. All about uh, people blowing off their fucking hands, their cocks, setting off fireworks in their bathroom. Blown up cars and barns and shit. Oh, I'm just so excited. As a matter, it's, it's, I guess it's maybe starting a little early this year. I just happened to see this news story. Uh, a man was arrested following reports of fireworks being shot at the Taco Bell. Apparently, this was in Moberly, Missouri. Uh, witnesses report that they saw two men shooting fireworks at the Taco Bell building and disrupting the business. No one was killed or injured in that case. Although, uh, there was another news story uh, in Kansas. This is more of like a warning for people. The most hazardous thing people do on 4th of July? Holding fireworks in their hands. Scott Jones knows the pain all too well. Last year, check out this fucking shit. Last year, Jones was lighting a mortar shell that exploded in his hand, blowing his fingers off. Doctors were able to reattach uh, the thumb, and that was pretty much it. Now Jones feels anxious approaching the 4th of July holiday. Now he's no longer a fan of fireworks. He's like a dog cowering in the corner, pissing himself. I've told a lot of people, I'll be in the basement just trying to watch TV. It's not the fireworks fault. It was mine. But again, I just want people to be very, very careful. Are mortar shells something people normally set off on the 4th of July? Or was this guy just like a total fucking redneck firing off anything that'll explode? You know, to honor America. What it kind of sounds like to me. So I I can't wait for the uh, the, the new batch of news stories this year. All right. Uh, they'll be coming in the next few days. I'm sure stick with Distorted View for that. Uh, that, my friends, is your Distorted News for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Oh, freaks, I completely uh, forgot to mention this at the top of the show. I got the weirdest message from an old friend. This is someone that I, uh, like, grew up with like, like I, when I was, like, little, little. Lived in my neighborhood, right? And uh, he's, I guess, still lives in the area. We don't talk very often, and we have very different lives. Out of the blue, I get... A message from him that is um, like a voice message, right? But it's, he must have just been like recording his family or something. And it's like this totally dysfunctional scene, like a fight, and they're being 
911 is being threatened. Let me play just a little bit of this. I'm going to try to play nothing that'll give, you know, anything away as to, like, identities of people and stuff. Did you hear that already? That's the only thing I could think of when he sent this to me. And there is some fucking insane audio that is about to follow, but I was obsessed with the goddamn low battery smoke alarm. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't suck my cock right now. There's uh, a pretty intense fight going on, and it continues for like five minutes. But the only thing I care about is the smoke alarm. As a matter of fact, I thought he was sending me the the fight because of the smoke alarm thing. So I replied with laugh out loud, you really need to change your smoke alarm battery. And he was like, what? He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you how fucking dysfunctional my family is. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, it wasn't me in the fight. I haven't heard this guy in so many years. I I wouldn't know what his voice sounded like, so I wasn't sure if he was involved with that fight or not, but apparently not. He was just recording his family going apeshit. And also, he had no idea about the smoke alarm thing. So I just come off looking like uh, an uncaring asshole, just solely focused on the smoke alarm. Seriously, though, like, I haven't... I, I. I, I haven't heard from this guy in a long time. I mean, once in a while, he'll message me and say hello. But I, audio-wise, I haven't talked to him in, in forever. Who, who sends, like, a five-minute audio clip of just, like, domestic violence or something going on? Very strange. All right, let's do a couple voicemails here. Uh, 206-666-4463 if you would like to call in and, and have your voice be heard. Other ways to contact me, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show, yada, yada, yada. Hey, Tim, it's Level 80 Psychopharmacology Lady. Um, I am actually on a constant supply of uh, clonazepam. Um, That's clonapin. That's, you know. The reason I got it was a uh, panic disorder. Uh, yeah. I need some of God, that. God, over 10 years ago, just. Suddenly, I'm like, holy shit, I'm dying. And then, you know, here's this. It makes your panic attacks go away. I've just been on it straight, almost straight for 10 years. You're on, like, a lot of drugs, aren't you? Because we were talking about uh, Prilosec recently. So you're on, like, heartburn medication, right? You're on uh, Clonopin. And then uh, what else are you on? Um, the only thing that sucks is it's very hard to get off of if you're on it daily like I am. Uh, but it does make the panic attacks go away. It also makes you sleepy. Oh, I don't need to be sleepy anymore. I'm, I'm, I am sleep enough. Um, if you talk to your doctor, uh, maybe ask for a psychiatrist. They might try to put you on something like um, what's it called? Hydro- hydrochloride. What's it called? Hydro... Oh, hydroxyzine. Um, and that's... Oh, hydroxycut. Yeah. I, I've tried that too. Basically Benadryl. Oh, I thought that was a weight loss drug. Um, but Benad- it has like slightly Benadryl different properties. Uh, for me, it makes 
my body upset for some reason. It makes me more anxious. Oh, no, no, no. That would be bad. Yeah, I got to uh, talk to my doctor. I've been meaning to set up an appointment. That's Hello, Donovich. Vladimir Putin here. I'm calling in reference to uh, recent comments about uh, Lyndon B. Johnson talking about the, the call to his tailor where he's talking about his bunghole. Yeah. He is actually, there's, there's some good recordings of these um, these phone calls. I can't remember if you played them or not. I yeah, I played them on the show. I played that one. Uh, I guess Lyndon B. Johnson, what, what he was actually talking about was uh, less about his bunghole and more about his his um, large genitalia. I, I guess that Lyndon B. Johnson, he was, he was kind of a tall guy, uh, you know, 6'2", six 6'3", six kind of a large man. And he was known to have a rather large penis. Really? I did not know that about Lyndon. And he would actually, I've heard this story. You can search this. I, I guess he called his penis Jumbo. And he was had a, a habit occasionally of literally taking out his penis and laying it on the table to trump uh, any, uh, you know, he's like... What? What? You think that's a bad idea? Well, say it's Jumbo. He just take out his own general. Nice. Be like, I, now, I see, that's my president. Sir, we should maybe not. Blah. And, he, and he'd be like, well, talk to my fucking Jumbo. And he'd take out his neck and just fucking set it right there on the table. I love that his last name was Johnson as well. He just, um, boom. So, uh, yeah, and, uh, you, were, you were speaking not long ago about how many of our institutions are, are venerable institutions, politics, etc., the media. Has, um, you know, it's all very crass. I think that the actual history, certainly the American history of uh, politics and news media, has it really hasn't changed a whole lot. If you look back to some old races like Jefferson Adams, like they were, they both had, they each had like newspapers and they were like vicious. Like this guy is fucking stuck. Like if you look up <laughs> some of the, uh, some of the stories from our, our founding fathers, right? Uh, you know, I, I think that. Politics has always been a fucking scumbag game. News has always been. I have to look that up. I'm kind of interested. Kind of shady. I want to. I want to hear some trash talking in the 1800s. Thank you, Vlad. Uh, oh yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Clear that throat. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Ahoy, ahoy. It's uh, and Listen, I really enjoyed that uh, history lesson there with the Divix and uh, the- yeah, yesterday on the Sideshow exclusive uh, podcast I was talking about a failed media format that competed against DVD called Divix not to be confused with the video codec uh, called uh, Divix this was actually a, a, a format on disc and it was just the stupidest fucking DVDs thing and how the fuck did I miss that like I remember vaguely some DVD players having a DivX symbol on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, on the fucking DVD player, I didn't know you had to pay extra money to have that. And whole- Yeah, so you'd buy these discs for like four bucks, which, you know, people think that's a great idea. You know, that's a great value. You buy a movie for four dollars, but really you're just renting it for like 24 hours or 48 hours. And then if you want to watch the movie again, you got to pay another three or four bucks. It was, you know, thing. It was like it was like a way for you to own the physicals uh, DVD, but not have access to the movie on the DVD. 
guess if you just want to show off an impressive looking catalog of movies civics would have succeeded if they went more in the direction netflix did so uh well very interesting i thought it was just uh yeah, they were ahead of their time versus hd dvds but then it was blu-ray didn't know about the vivix thing could have happened but flunked failed miserably which made it distorted view worthy so i guess yeah i thought it was brilliant you snuck that in there it's totally you it's some geeky old technology yeah we're 90 percent cum farts and then 10 percent geeky shit, shit that <laughs> we all know you're into that's me i'm a big fat faggy nerd ding also, we learned uh, yesterday when I was talking about Divix that it was developed and sold by Circuit City, that old, like, uh, chain of stores. And so, like, the movies weren't sold anywhere else. Like, they were the Best Buy wasn't going to sell a movie format that Circuit City bought. I mean, it was just doomed from the start. It only lasted about a year, year and a half. All right, it was a huge failure. Um, all right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 oh god it's god Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. Again, I apologize. Some of these shows were posted a little bit late. Hopefully, starting next week, we'll get back on track. There will be a show on Monday, even though everyone's celebrating 4th of July on Monday. It'll probably be a bit shorter than normal, but uh, there will be a program. Be on the lookout for that. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye. Don't blow off your hands, people. Don't, don't set off mortar shells in your hands. Don't become a statistic. More importantly, don't become a distorted view news story. Is there anything more embarrassing than being featured in a distorted view news story? Just ask those two idiots who were sunbathing on the train tracks. All right, we'll see you back on Monday. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.